2: Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagle, the nutrition diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. A few weeks ago, I did a show explaining how eating too much sugar affects your body. And as a guideline, I suggested trying to limit your intake of added sugar to about 50 grams a day. Now, since then, I've gotten a lot of questions from listeners about how to implement this suggestion. So today, a follow-up with answers to your questions about limiting added sugars. So as I explained a couple of weeks ago, although a little bit of sugar is okay for most people, eating too much sugar can undermine your health in a lot of ways. Sugar can add excess calories to your diet, it can crowd out more nutritious foods, and otherwise contribute to aging, weight gain, and disease. So how much sugar is too much? Well, the World Health Organization recommends that you limit your intake of added sugar to 50 grams a day, which is about 12 teaspoons. And this was the guideline that I mentioned in my original show. For the average adult, 50 grams of sugar works out to about 10% of their total calorie intake. Now, some people would have you set that limit a lot lower. In fact, the American Heart Association recommends just 25 grams of added sugar a day. Of course, you could try to eliminate 100% of the added sugar from your diet, but that strikes me as unnecessarily austere. If you're basically healthy and you have a reasonably nutritious diet and an active lifestyle, I don't think a zero tolerance policy is necessary. Honestly, because so many of today's health problems stem directly from excess sugar consumption, I think any reduction would be a step in the right direction. And because the typical American is currently consuming about 100 grams of added sugar a day, cutting that in half seems like a good place to start. Whether your goal is to eat only 25 grams of added sugar or 50, you need to know what counts as an added sugar. Now you'll be relieved to know that the sugar in fruit is not considered to be an added sugar. Fruit is relatively high in sugar, of course, but also contains other desirable nutrients. And although it is possible to consume an excessive amount of sugar by eating lots and lots of fruit, this is generally not where the problem lies for most people. To keep your diet in balance, I suggest you aim for two to four servings of fruit a day, preferably whole fresh fruit rather than juice. But you don't have to count the sugar in fruit towards your added sugar total. You also don't have to count the naturally occurring sugars found in dairy products like milk or unsweetened yogurt. Here's what does count. Any sugar that you use in your own cooking or you add at the table, plus any sugar in processed or prepared foods or beverages counts as an added sugar. Now, this is important. When you're counting added sugars, no distinction is made between natural sugars like maple syrup, honey, agave nectar or fruit juice concentrates, and refined sugar or even high fructose corn syrup, All of these concentrated sweeteners are counted as added sugars, regardless of whether they are liquid or granular, organic, raw, natural, or refined. Now, that doesn't mean that natural or organic sugars don't offer any advantages. It just means that you don't get to consume more of them just because they're natural. Now, your next step is to figure out where all that added sugar is coming from. According to the American Cancer Institute, almost half of the sugar in the typical diet comes from sweetened beverages. Now that's going to include soda and other soft drinks, sweetened teas and juice drinks, and sports drinks like Gatorade, although it wouldn't include artificially sweetened beverages. Another quarter of the added sugar in the typical diet comes from sweet treats like candy, cookies, cakes, ice cream, and sweetened breakfast cereal. And the remaining 25% or so of the sugar in our diet comes from the sugar that we use in cooking or that we add at the table or stir into our coffee, plus all the sugar that's hidden in processed and packaged foods like crackers, salad dressing, spaghetti sauce, and just about everything else. To see just how much sugar is in packaged foods and beverages, take a look at the Nutrition Facts label. It tells you how many grams of sugar are in each serving. For most packaged foods, all of the sugar on the label is added sugar. Now here's a tip. Be sure to check how many servings are in the package. Often a package that seems like a single serving actually contains two or three servings. So if you eat or drink the whole thing, you'd need to multiply the grams of sugar per serving by the number of servings you've consumed. Sometimes, however, the sugar on the nutrition facts label is a combination of added sugar and natural sugar from fruit or milk, and that can be a little trickier to calculate. You may have to do a little sleuthing around. For example, an 8-ounce carton of low-fat milk contains 12 grams of sugar, and that's all naturally occurring milk sugar or lactose, and you wouldn't have to count that towards your added sugar limit. An 8-ounce container of chocolate milk, on the other hand, contains 30 grams of sugar. Now, if 12 grams of that are accounted for by the lactose, you can estimate that the remaining 18 grams is added sugar. Likewise, you could compare a jar of unsweetened applesauce with a jar of sweetened applesauce to see how much of the sugar is added and how much is natural sugar from the apples. But look, unless a product is primarily fruit or dairy, I'd count all of the sugar in packaged foods as added sugar. So how much sugar are you eating? Well, why not spend a couple of days tracking your intake to find out? Check the labels of all packaged foods and beverages that you consume. Don't worry about the naturally occurring sugar in fresh fruit or unsweetened dairy products, but make sure to count any sugar that you put in your coffee or honey that you drizzle over your oatmeal. If you eat out, you can often get detailed nutrition information on restaurant websites or on websites like nutritiondata.com. So if you find out that you're taking in more sugar than you mean to, or you want to, take a look at where the sugar in your diet comes from, and you might see some obvious ways to cut back. For example, just trading that afternoon cola for an unsweetened iced tea could cut 50 grams of added sugar out of your diet in a single swipe. And for a reminder of why you might want to, see my article, How Sugar Affects Your Body. I hope that clears up some of the confusion about what counts as an added sugar and how to figure out how much sugar is in processed foods. If you decide to track your added sugar intake or to get serious about cutting back, let me know how it's going. Feel free to post your comments on the show's webpage, which is at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. If you're listening to the show for the first time, I hope you'll become a subscriber. And if you're a long-time listener, consider posting a review of the show on iTunes. I really appreciate all of your comments, your questions, your reviews, and your suggestions. Now have a great week and eat something good for me.